Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. What if I could tell you that your actions right now will impact your students or your kids when they're in their 20s? Sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? Oh, well, what if I could tell you that Dr. Rhoda is going to share with you some things, some items that clearly will positively impact your students, your kids in their 20s right now, whatever age they are, assuming it's less than 20, right? Yep. Okay. So, so Dr. Rhoda, please, please share with us this yeah. dynamic that's going on. One of the most powerful things you can do right now to help your 20-somethings be more physically and emotionally healthy is go to church. There's a new study out, a longitudinal study published by Harvard. Uh, it was actually published last year that supports what many other studies have also said on the same topic, that children raised in a religious environment are growing up to be healthier and happier and having better physical and mental health as adults, especially in their 20s. Just think about that. Just think about... Yeah, such a tumultuous what, time in the 20s, what, right? What the results mm -hmm. are suggesting... Uh, in, in the age of society we live in. It's pretty profound. Yeah, definitely. So this study followed 5,000... So longitudinal means it happens over a long period of time with a lot of people. So this study followed 5,000 young adults from 8 to 14 years, and it controlled for variables. It took into account things such as maternal health, mom's health, socioeconomic status, histories of substance abuse or symptoms of depression. So it ruled all of that stuff out, that that wasn't what was influencing this. It was, they found that the common denominator was church attendance. And these young people who attended religious services at least once per week as children were about 18% more likely to report higher levels of happiness as young adults between the ages of 23 and 30 than those who didn't. They were also shown to be about 29% more likely to volunteer in their local community and 33% less likely to engage in the use of illicit drugs. That's pretty significant results. Those who prayed or meditated at least once per day, so praying, meditating once a day, in their youth were shown to be 16% more likely to report higher levels of happiness as young adults, 30% less likely to become sexually active in their adolescence, and they were also 40% less likely to have contracted a sexually transmitted infection than those who didn't pray or meditate, right? So overall, these young people were less likely to smoke, to have symptoms of depression, they were less likely to get involved in illicit drug use or have sexually transmitted infections than people who didn't engage in regular spiritual practices. What I find so fascinating is this is a topic that really is not talked yeah. about and discussed a lot. Yeah. And it, it's certainly not simply a checklist, go to church, these things will happen. But at the same time, you know, we stress different reasons for going to church, mm -hmm. but the outcome the vibe, yeah. here, I mean, which individual, you'd be hard pressed to find an individual who doesn't want a young adult in their 20s to have some of these positive aspects yeah. all related to something straightforward as as going to church. And there's so much that happens as you go to church. You are building relationships with your Lord, but also with other people, mm -hmm. with your family. You're getting a stronger sense of your identity and who you are. You're getting a sense of security. If you want to be anxious, it helps not worry so much, gives you a sense of peace. 
in the long run, how this all turns out, you're going to be okay. All of those things that go towards our, our sense of well-being, stress, Cons physical, mental health, all of that. Consistency and persistency. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep, absolutely. So, and, and this is just one study. There are so many studies out there that say the same thing, but in different ways. Uh, this reminds me of the findings of the work of the Search Institute out of Minneapolis. They conducted a longitudinal study, and from their work, they've created a product called 40 Developmental Assets. It's an instrument. The more assets a young person has, the less likely they are to become involved in smoking, drinking, dropping out of school, illicit drug use, sex outside of marriage. And we're going to post a link to these assets in our newsletter. So if you would like to get that, just go to our website, sign up for our newsletter, and we'll email you the newsletter each week that it has like show notes. And we'll also include in this week's newsletter uh, the link to the Search Institute and these 40 developmental assets. I've used them a lot, both with parents and teachers. And Search Institute provides categories of assets that are both internal and external. Things such as supporting adults, feeling empowered, boundaries and expectations, a strong sense of identity, constructive use of time, commitment to learning, social competencies, all of these things add. And I'm probably going to devote some future podcasts to these specific things because they really are powerful. But again, please sign up for our newsletter to get the link to the details of this information. Another study that came to mind when I read about the Harvard study, Professor Marty, was data collected by Promise Keepers and Baptist Press. And this is fascinating to me. If a father does not go to church, even if his wife does, only one child in 50 will become a regular worshiper. Isn't that powerful? One mm -hmm. in 50 will do it regularly if only mom goes. If a father does go regularly, regardless of what the mother does, between two-thirds and three-quarters of their children will attend church as adults. Dads, 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 dads. Father's Day just passed. I'm told that Father's Day is one of the poorly attended weeks of the year for church attendance. Uh, we just get so busy doing other fun things. And I promise you that if you make time for church, there will still be plenty of time for other fun things. If a father attends church irregularly, between half and two-thirds of their kids will attend church with some regularity as adults. If a mother does not go to church, but a father does, a minimum of two-thirds of their children will end up attending church. In contrast, if a father does not go to church, but the mother does, on average, two-thirds of their children will not attend church. See, listening to the these statistics and results is, is really fascinating. A lot of different ideas are spinning around, but certainly one takeaway. As a father myself, don't underestimate the positive influence that you can have. Yeah by modeling your beliefs and showing with action what you truly believe. Making it a priority and showing to your kids this is important for us. Yep, absolutely. So very, very powerful. So what does all of this mean and how is it relevant to equipping parents and teachers to help young people thrive? Why are we talking about this today, right? Gallup data shows that the number of Americans regarding religion to be very important is at a 24-year low. Only 51% of Americans would say that their faith life is very important, okay? So just a touch over half. Again, I believe in positive peer pressure. I believe in social learning. As we model as families the value of going to church, as we make it fun and not a chore, maybe you develop some sort of fun family traditions around church. You go out to eat afterwards, or you go to a park, or you establish some things that make it enjoyable. As we do that, as we make the effort, our children benefit, but then we can also share this with our friends, our neighbors, those in our workplace. Uh, it can be hip if we're confident and positive about our experiences. You know, we can go to work on Monday and when someone says, what'd you do this weekend? Say, you know, had an awesome worship service and then we went to 
fill in the blank, spent time with my kids, spent time with my parents, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be a dread. If we treat it like it's a burden or a drag, that's what it's going to be. But if we make the commitment, we get up, we go, just like we commit to going to the gym, right? It's just, I'm going to do this. It's not an optional thing. We're going to go. We look for the positive. We create some positive neural pathways and thoughts around it. We, while we're there, we experience unconditional love and relationship. Both the adults and the young people flourish. Again, I'm going to go back to my 20-60-20 dynamic because I just think it's so very, very powerful. Uh, when you have a group of people, society, culture, 20% are leading in a positive way. 20% are leading, but not necessarily in a positive way, oftentimes in a negative way. And who do the 60% in the middle follow? Whoever's speaking the loudest. Be a positive leader in this regard. It makes a difference in young people. It makes a difference in our families, in our culture. And, and as a positive role model, I think one of the things that we often don't do well on is the area of talking about it, yeah, telling others about it, because people want to know. It, you, we live in a society where good friends, you can have these conversations. You can have these conversations with professional relationships because people are asking uh, and thinking and inquiring of themselves, but rarely do they seek out the answers for that. So I, it's just an encouragement yeah. along with this positive to, to be bold, be verbal, obviously professional, but others certainly can learn from you and you can learn from others as well. But I think one of the areas at least that I'm observing is a, a lot of people and you know fathers included we just don't talk enough mm -hmm. uh we don't we assume i i should say i assume that other people know that and a lot of people don't right a lot of people do not know the joy and and certainly all those positive aspects of it yeah absolutely excellent well said so want your kids to be healthier in their 20s go to church now our goal on five to thrive is to equip parents and educators to help young people thrive and so here are five takeaways from today's episode. Number one, go to church. Simple, straightforward. Number two, establish prayer and meditation on a regular basis in your lives. Number three, be vocal and talk about it. Uh, re referring to it is, is talk about the importance. Number four, just a word of encouragement. Encourage men in our lives to lead in this area. Really, really important. In fact, we just finished this podcast and we were just talk, discussing the five takeaways and, and really an area of interest. Encourage men to lead. And number five, uh, please sign up for the show notes, the newsletter. And within this newsletter, we will have a link to 40 developmental assets that is a result of the work of the Search Institute out of Minneapolis. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.